Hey everyone, it's Frank and Jackie Ritz. And we are from the Paleo Mama and we are bringing you Essential Oil Healthcare Radio. I, Frank, am a certified physician assistant and Jackie. I'm Jackie. <laughs> so she just finished up her herbalist. Uh, last two years she's been working on becoming uh, certified in herbalism and now. Uh, she is going to do great and good things uh, for everyone to really just help them with natural care. And that's what the purpose of this uh, radio broadcast is, is to help uh, inform and educate our listeners to being able to make those choices to improve their health. And today, I'm pretty excited about today's podcast. Today, we're going to talk about hormones and what is also known as hormone disruption. And so just like we've done before, Jackie's going to bring us all of that really great practical information. And I'm going to get slightly dorky and scientific. And we're going to educate you guys on how to be on the lookout for these things so we can make sure that your health is always able to be improved. So without further ado, I'm going to start with Jackie today on this podcast. Okay. So before I get into it and before I forget, on my website, thepaleomama.com, Frank will link it into the description of wherever you're listening to this at. Um, I'm doing a giveaway. I'm, I'm giving away a herb and essential oil hormone kit valued at over $270. Um, so go enter to win as soon as you get done listening to us. And the Hormone Summit is about what? What is that about? So this month as well, on October 22nd through the 26th, there is an Essential Oil Hormone Summit coming up. It is a free and online summit. If you listen to the presentations, you know, the day of is how all summits online work. Or you can, you know, opt in to the early bird um, pricing of, I think it's $27. You get all of the interviews at like under a dollar interview. So that's an incredible deal as well. So Two different things kind of going on, and that's why we're going to bring you this amazing information on supporting your hormones naturally. So as women and as men, um, we are really faced with countless endocrine disruptors. Endocrine disruptors are also known as hormone disruptors. And these are human-made chemicals that are in the environment And they interfere with uh, the development and the function of all of our body systems. Okay, it's not just in humans, it's also in animals as well. If you pay attention to the news, you know that there's some hormonal issues going on with animals around the world, like the the falcons and the crocodiles and their eggshells are getting really soft. And there's some other things going on as well. And this is all because of these endocrine, endocrine disruptors that are interfering with our hormonal um, health. So these endocrine disruptors, what they do is they bind to our hormone receptor sites. Frank will talk about all the sciencey stuff behind that. And what happens when they bind to those receptor sites is they trigger a body-wide hormonal influence. And some of them can inhibit our natural hormones Some of them inhibit our thyroid hormones and even our progesterone levels in our body. And some of the most common endocrine disruptors is what I really want to talk with you guys about today. Um, And these are things that we can avoid as best as possible and make some really good cognitive choices to not have them be such an influence on our health. So just giving you guys some examples, home and garden pesticides, insecticides. Absolutely 
horrible for your hormones. Heavy metals, uh, BPA that's found in the plastic bottles that you buy, the food storage containers, chemicals and pesticide, uh, pesticide residue that's on the foods that we eat, the water we drink, the water we bathe in, the air that we breathe, um, conventional body and cleaning products. All of these are endocrine disruptors that are f affecting our body greatly. So I want to give you guys some strategies for avoiding these and some ideas to help you actually eliminate endocrine disruptors from your body. So avoid plastic water bottles is huge. You know, use glass, use stainless steel. They're all over the place now. You can get a stainless steel water bottle for like $5. Use natural cookware. You know, don't use any kind of non-stick cookware. Use natural cleaning and body care products. Make them or buy them natural. Etsy is a great place to do that at. In fact, we're actually launching an Etsy store in the next month or so, so stay tuned for that. Buy or grow your food organically if you can. So if finances are an issue, you really should focus on organic meat and organic dairy. And then also shopping organic off of the dirty dozen list. So the dirty dozen list is 12 different fruits and vegetables that are really, really high in pesticides. So if you can buy those organically and if you can buy organic meat and dairy organic um, and stick with that if finances are an issue. So we can actually support the elimination of the current endocrine disruptors that are in your body. And one of the best ways you can do this is by doing a cleanse. This is a really great place to start, especially if you are considering motherhood in the near future. Always do a cleanse before you want to get pregnant. Um, so do your own personal research on what kind of cleanse you want to do and what you're drawn to. But choose one that's whole food based and one that doesn't limit your intake of healthy fats like butter and olive oils. And also lots of unprocessed vegetables, unjuiced <laughs> vegetables. So you can also call on herbs and essential oils to support your hormones. They are really, really great at encouraging the elimination of endocrine disruptors. And so some of my favorite herbs and oils I'm going to kind of talk with you guys about in the next few minutes. But Frank's going to take it from here and talk with you about, you know, how your hormones function and operate? So all over the body, we have uh, really, it's kind of great. First of all, if we understand the concept called negative feedback loops, uh, a negative feedback loop can actually be as simple as thinking about the thermostat in your home. That was, the way, that was the way that we learned about it in physician assistant school was, you know, we set our temperature to a certain degree that we want inside of our room. And if we get above that, the air conditioning kicks on, makes it to where it cools it down to that temperature, and then once it realizes it's that temperature, it shuts off. Well, your body works very similar as well when it comes to hormone release. Hormones are released all over the body. Uh, the pituitary gland is the master gland, and the reason why is because it secretes, meaning that it releases out into the bloodstream, uh, particular types of hormones that act upon other organs in our body that are supposed to release the actual hormone that we might be more familiar with. So uh, ACTH is a 
type of a hormone that tells the adrenal glands secrete your hormone, okay? Uh, we have a one called a fo- follicle-stimulating hormone, or FSH. Well, in a woman and in a man, that does slightly different. In a woman, it tells the woman to, or it tells the woman's ovaries, release an egg. It is time for you to release an egg. Uh, in a man, it does something entirely different with uh, the process of creating sperm. But the reason why these hormones are so important is because they sense, the, the glands can sense the detection of a lowered amount and therefore, what they do is they kick on their in, their internal air conditioning, if you will, and they set more hormone into the bloodstream to get the desired effect. I am so grateful that we don't have to worry about regulating this on our own, that our body does it for ourselves. And so the concept of hormone disruption is that we do not want this mechanism to be interrupted from operating in a natural and healthy level. When a hormone disruptor goes to a particular tissue, there are these little kind of almost like finger projections from the cells that have a particular orientation. Now, these orientations are actually three-dimensional. So the best way to describe that is like the lock and key mechanism. I only can open up a certain lock if I have that key that actually integrates in the lock in the right way. And so... Without that happening, the the receptor will not be activated and not necessarily draw that hormone into the cell in order to change or turn on, if you will, what that cell is supposed to do. And so these hormone disruptors have configurations that can be very similar to what those hormones that we naturally produce are. And when they do that, they can really just create havoc in in either causing a cell to do something called downregulate or even cause a cell to upregulate. And either one of those, of course, is not what we're desired effect is because we want a particular effect to happen by those naturally released hormones. I think that's wonderful, honey. And so we want to get into why we are looking for methods that are more conventional uh, to try to handle this. And this is where a lot of these different types of ways that conventional medicine has tried to address this and they've tried to create other synthetic things to try to actually regulate our hormones when quite honestly, if we were to try to drop a couple levels down and really just look at things at more of like a root level, we would be able to improve the functionality by being able to identify and remove the things that might actually be throwing our hormones off in the first place. So we're going to talk with you about some um, remedies that you can use to support your hormones. Um, And so I want to really start with talking about adaptogens. And if you've never heard this buzz term, I'm going to tell you what an herbal adaptogen is. And then we're going to talk about about six to eight essential oils that can really benefit your body. So adaptogens are tonic herbs. And remember, I've described tonic as being something that you can use on a day-to-day basis to support your body. So adaptogens are tonic herbs. They support your body in helping your body to adapt to different types of acute and chronic stress that you're going through. They actually bring your body into balance and they influence your body by two different regulating agents. And these are the endocrine, the hormone system, and the nervous system. 
So basically, adaptogens balance your body. They help bring you back to homeostasis. And they also increase your body's resistance to different stressors. You know, physical stress, emotional stress, environmental stress, like endocrine disruptors. Um, and they help to balance and support your immune system. And they're just great traditional tonics that have been used for thousands of years. Um, and they just encourage vitality. And so my two favorite ones that um, I wanted to just kind of share with you today is holy basil and astragalus. Holy basil is not basil. It's also called Tulsi. And it's just a wonderful adaptogenic herb that is just really going to be great to take as a tonic. Um, and so in the giveaway I'm doing, I'm giving away um, some Tulsi and I'm giving away some astragalus that come together in a coffee-like drink that you can drink. Um, another one I really love is red raspberry leaf tea. Anyone who's been pregnant probably has heard from their mom or their grandmother to drink raspberry leaf tea. Now, don't just drink it while you're pregnant. Also drink it all the time, okay? And once a day or once a week, whatever you can bring it into your lifestyle would be so beneficial. It's a nutritive, it's a nutritive um, tonic for your uterus. So it's really great for just um, overall just supporting your female body if you're a female listening. So we'll talk to you guys about some essential oils as well that we want to encourage you guys to use um, to support your body as well. And so the first one is lavender. So lavender promotes a really great emotional balance. It can help with feelings of anxiety and depression, moodiness, um, times of stress. It really is excellent at promoting a restful sleep. I love to put a couple drops of lavender on my pillow. I love to diffuse lavender. It's just extremely calming and relaxing. Um, another way I like to use lavender when I am just feeling life's stress on me is I like to take a bath with some Epsom salt, some Dead Sea salt, um, or Himalayan salt, whatever you have on hand. Throw a cup of it in there and throw about 10 drops of lavender in the salt, mix it up, and then throw it all in there together. And it's just an excellent way at um, just calming your body down and also giving you a really good magnesium boost from the salt. The next herb that we want to talk about or the next essential oil is peppermint. So peppermint, when it comes to your hormones, is really, really good because if you are, you know, over the age of 50 and experiencing feelings of being super hot on a, on a whim, then peppermint is for you. We like to encourage you to kind of put a drop behind your neck, put a little bit of coconut oil with it if you want, make a roller bottle of some coconut oil and some peppermint and just apply it frequently or anytime you're feeling overheated. Now, peppermint is also really good if you are um, just feeling sluggish. You can't get moving. You know, we always love recommending peppermint and wild orange together. That blend is so lovely, and it's amazing if you pop it in the diffuser in the morning. It's one of the ones that me and Frank use often when we are working in the same room because it kind of keeps us on task. Absolutely, and it increases focus and concentration and all that good stuff too. 
So do you want to talk about the next one? Sure, absolutely. So I, as a guy, I absolutely love this next one because, um, you know, a lot of these a lot of these essential oils, I mean, let's face it, you know, if you're a guy listening to this podcast, you know, I don't really necessarily want to spritz lavender all over me. So I know that lavender is fantastic. I don't mind it being diffused whatsoever. But there are some like more guy-oriented smells, if you will, when it comes to essential oils. And one of those is sandalwood. Uh, sandalwood is great for uh, just reducing your feelings of stress it absolutely can make you feel more relaxed. Uh, it focuses me. It really is just really great also for one particular thing that I know that a lot of guys like, and that's maybe to increase your libido. Like if you're feeling kind of blah and you don't necessarily have that drive that you're looking for, sandalwood can absolutely be really great. The way you that I like to use elevation, right? You could use it absolutely with elevation, right? Cause then you'll really, yeah, then you'll really be flying high. But, uh, but I like to apply it just like I would like a cologne. So I'll actually apply it to my neck. I'll apply it to the backs of my or like the insides of a wrist. And then if I want to just, you know, be able to use it right before I go to bed, I'll just apply one or two drops or two or three drops to the bottom of my feet. The next one is frankincense. Um, frankincense is, and, and along with thyme, kind of carries the same, same thing that we're going to talk about. But it increases natural progesterone. So I love that um, we can use something to support our body that way. And another thing that frankincense does is it also helps with focus. So if you're struggling with the sluggish thyroid, um, you know, one of the big things is you're always tired and it's, you, you're not really great at staying focused. So frankincense is awesome at helping you stay on task. Um, you can diffuse it. Personally, I don't like the smell of frankincense diffused. I don't know why. It triggers like a headache in me and I just don't like it. Um, but I love putting it on my body, and I love also taking a bath with it. But um, that is – frankincense is an incredible tool for you to use for if you're feeling very sluggish and um, you need some help with focus. And then I think the last one that I'd like to talk about is fennel. Uh, fennel mm, is – I love fennel. Yeah, fennel is uh, predominantly we, we think about it more so for like its help with the gastrointestinal system. It's uh, it's very good. Uh, it's been used for years as an herb uh, in different types of foods. I mean, I remember uh, that we put fennel inside of pork sausage, and, and oh, yeah. it was used a lot to make Italian sausage. It gives it gives some of that really amazing flavor profile for Italian sausage. And I don't know if you've had true authentic Italian sausage, but sometimes you'll bite into it and you get an actual fennel seed, and you're like. Wow, what is that thing? Because, I mean, it's a fairly robust seed. Um, but, you know, I, I really love essential oil or fennel essential oil because it uh, it really helps with gut health. And I think that overall, if we're not focusing on gut health, we may not really be doing much for our overall health. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very important to really kind of drill down on ways to improve your gut health. Fennel could be a method to be able to help you do that. I love to actually go ahead and consider taking fennel internally. Um, it's totally such a, a natural way that I've already consumed fennel in the past. Uh, and Or I can actually make it into a tea. I actually love the taste of uh, fennel in a tea. Or you can actually just go ahead and put fennel directly onto your stomach. You can always just put it right around, all around your navel, you know, and mm -hmm. everything like that too, so... And also on the topic of gut health, um, intestinal flora, it's a good thing for your body. It, and when you have uh, really good, healthy populations of intestinal flora, 
it helps reduce the abundance of estrogen. So if you have too much estrogen in your body, intestinal flora is excellent at helping to allow the estrogen to leave your body the proper way, which is through your feces, and um, just really helps to balance your body in that way. So absolutely, we didn't mention this yet, but a probiotic would be essential for really maintaining great hormones. The other one, other essential oil I want to mention is lemon. So lemon has so many uses. It's our probably most popular essential oil. But in this case, you want to use it to control toxicity and to assist your body with um, detoxification. So taking lemon every day in your water, you know, you can squeeze a lemon in your bottle and just keep filling up your water bottle throughout the day. Or you can put a couple of drops of lemon essential oil in your water bottle as well. And so this is just a really good daily tonic that you can do that will help to just naturally detoxify your body. Um, You can do this during a cleanse, but you can also do this on a day-to-day basis. Now, also included in the giveaway package on my website is Passion Blend and Whisper Blend. And the reason why I included this is because passion, okay? I think the name speaks for itself. It, it helps with um, fatigue and it helps with boosting your libido, as well as Whisper. Now, Whisper Blend has some essential oils that in, in it that can help to decrease adrenaline. So if you deal with just being a very hyperactive personality Whisper can really ground you. It can help to reduce stress and also to boost your libido. I think that's it for the essential oils. That is. Oh, awesome. So uh, one other thing to just round everything out is that I, 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 by all means, essential oils, as we said before, we'll say again, they are not a cure-all. There's no magic bullet here. So we want to make sure that we also maybe address some new nutritional issues that we might be having. Um, we need to be getting plenty of outdoorness, you know. And we need <laughs> Is get, that a word? Absolutely. I'm making it a word. So we need to get plenty of outdoorness. Um, hashtag get outside. How's that? There you go. And so we need to uh, improve our vitamin D levels. We may have to actually take vitamin D as a supplement. Uh, it is really great for helping overall, uh, you know, healthy levels of, like, inflammation. And it really helps with, like, just this one thing that, people get during the year based on uh, seasonal, you know, variations is that we really need to like just get out there and one standard is is sunshine. Mm -hmm. Uh, That really, really helps out with everything like that. It helps produce natural melatonin when we need it because we'll start getting a good circadian rhythm. Excuse me, because we need to help get better sleep, which I'll talk about here in a second. Additionally, uh, you know, Jackie said something about probiotics. I would like to also make sure that you are getting plenty of omega-6s in your diet. Omega-6s, well, pretty much healthy fats. Let's just call it that. Healthy fats are crucial because hormones, if you look at their chemical structure, they are based in fat. And so like, you know, cholesterol and other healthy fats are actually utilized in the body to create those hormones that we need that we're trying to ensure are working properly in the first place. So just having those building blocks of the appropriate healthy fats is, is critically important for, uh, you know, just optimizing your, your health. Bone broth also is really amazing because it's extracting all of those wonderful nutrients that are present inside of the marrow and the bones of animals and it is phenomenal to be able to actually give you all of the amino acids 
that also are necessary because quite a bit of amino acids are also playing into consideration with a lot of the hormones that we actually make. And so, uh, you know, I said before about sleep is that there are easily tons of roller bottle and diffuser recipes to be able to help you get better sleep. But the biggest reason why we want to focus on getting better sleep is because there is this nemesis that comes from all the time being stressed, getting lack of sleep, and that is cortisol. Cortisol can be a natural disruptor of a lot of things. It is that it is one of those kind of fight or flight stress hormone. It is like the one that like just gets kicked on by the adrenals when you're in that type of situation. And I hate to say it, but in our society, we're stressed out a lot and we're stressed out all the time. And so we have very high levels of cortisol and very high levels of cortisol in the body have been shown to actually keep you awake. Like they don't let you get restful sleep. So we want to really want to make sure that we work on that circadian rhythm and work on getting those restorative eight hours of sleep every single evening if we can. So I think that's about it for this podcast, right? Unless there's anything else. Well, if you guys like that podcast, please make sure that you mash the subscribe button. We are now on Stitcher. We are on Spotify. You'll be able to see those links in our descriptions as well on these podcasts. But we are just so grateful and so happy that you're even here. Uh, Frank also, or excuse me, I, I am starting a podcast. Also, it's called Unconventional Wellness Radio. You should check that out because we're going to talk about everything from nutrition to getting better sleep to reducing stress. All of those things that I think all of us might be saying amen to because uh, I'm just here to help. We want to make sure that you get better health and we just love you guys and we are so looking forward to everything else that this podcast will bring. So stay tuned to us all throughout the month of October. we got some really great things coming up and make sure that you go check out that Essential Oil Summit and we cannot wait to talk to you guys on the next podcast. Bye, Bye everyone. everyone.